As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Just Glow With It podcast, a lifestyle and personal development podcast inspiring women to glow up and create the life of their wildest dreams. I'm Jasmine, podcast host, certified life coach, and your go-to glow girl for all things living an aligned life of abundance, beauty, and luxury. Just Glow With It is for the modern woman who is here to do the real work, make mindset shifts, and are also down for happy hour with the girls. We're combining the metaphysical and material world in order to create our most aligned, high vibe, and abundant lives. If you're ready to tap into your glowness, uncover your divine purpose, and live a fabulous luxe life, then keep on listening. As always, remember to just glow with it. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. If you are new here, hi, hello. My name is Jasmine. I am a life coach, content creator, and your go-to glow girl for all things lifestyle, personal development, and self-care. So before we get into today's episode, I want to just quickly set the scene for you. I am recording this episode on a beautiful, sunny Monday afternoon. Today is the first day in a very long time that I finally feel like myself Well, once again, if you've listened to the last few episodes, I kind of talked about how I'm currently experiencing some growing pains or as my life coach likes to call them, ascension symptoms. So I've kind of been going through a funk and a season of change and transformation. And sometimes transformation is very uncomfortable. It's very sad, lonely, ugly, etc. And I've kind of been going through all of the emotions of outgrowing my old self and my old life and coming into a new version of myself. It was kind of hard for me in the beginning for various reasons I won't get into it but if you want to listen to all of that then you can listen to the last few episodes where I talk all about that I digress today is the first day that I finally feel like myself once again and I think what really helped with that is two things one allowing myself to go through the motions not forcing myself out of it not forcing myself to be okay and just meeting myself where I am right now and honoring that and secondly taking the last few days off from work from being productive and simply catering to myself practicing lots of self-care spending time with my family and doing things that make me happy and make me feel good and have nothing to do with being productive or producing a certain 
outcome. I think those two things really helped me get back into a more normal state of being. I'm definitely still experiencing growing pains and all the symptoms that comes when you begin to level up, but I think now I have a better handle of it. And I'm really, really excited for today's episode because it's something that I'm truly passionate about, but it's also something that I know is going to be so helpful for each and every one of you listening. It's been a life-changing tool that I've implemented in my life and I created a little fun worksheet to go along with it. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you know I am a huge advocate and lover for journaling. I've been very active and consistent when it comes to journaling since about 2016, I would say, and it's just a part of my daily routine now. I hardly ever go a day without journaling, and if I so happen to go a few days without journaling, let me tell you, it definitely shows in my mindset, in my mood, in my energy, in the way that I interact with people. Journaling is really that powerful for me. It's been that one habit that I've implemented that has truly helped me to change my reality, change my mindset, change who I am as a person. And I know that journaling has a huge role in who I am today and why I'm able to live the life that I do and how I'm living my dream life as we speak. Just to get kind of specific on how journaling has helped me, it's one, helped me gain self-awareness. And if you listen to this podcast or if you're into personal development, then you know self-awareness is absolutely necessary if you wish to create any type of change in your life whether it's changing your mindset changing the relationship with yourself or with the people around you finding your purpose creating your dream life finding your dream career opening yourself up to abundance and all things like that you need to have self-awareness in order to create change so journaling has been so helpful in that way it's also helped me to recognize my own limiting beliefs my fears my insecurities and those parts of ourselves that we really hide deep within aka our shadow self and it's also helped me to connect with my intuition and journaling has also been a therapeutic outlet for me when i didn't have that support and it's also been a healing tool to be able to process my emotions and my thoughts thoughts transform my mindset and like i said as a result shift my entire reality what you will find as we get deeper into this episode is journaling is far beyond and far bigger than just journaling your thoughts and your feelings on a piece of paper it's truly a powerful life-changing habit that you need to implement today if you haven't already and the reason why i really wanted to create this episode for you is because i get a lot of questions from either my private clients or people that listen to the podcast or watch my youtube videos on how i actually journal and what i journal about journaling prompts that i use and just how i apply journaling in a way that's actually transformative in my life so i'm going to be walking through all things journaling from my journaling setup to how to create your own journaling setup that is inspiring and motivating for you to the different journaling methods that i use and when i use each particular journaling method and how i use each journaling method meaning the questions and the journal prompts that i use for each different method and on top of that i 
I decided to create a beautiful, chic, aesthetically pleasing worksheet to go along with this podcast episode. I just think this will be a very helpful tool to have on deck with you when you're doing your morning routine, when you're stuck on what to journal on, or when you need some journaling inspiration, you can just pull out this worksheet and use whatever journaling method and journaling prompts that you need and best of all this worksheet is absolutely free you can download it have it on your phone or print it out and the link to download this worksheet will be in the show notes or in my instagram bio the link will be there so i hope that you enjoy this episode and i hope you enjoy the worksheet and if you do print out the worksheet i would so love if you could screenshot it or this episode post on your instagram stories tag me in it just so i can thank you for listening and for using the worksheet or even sharing this episode with anyone who you may think can benefit from it so with all that being said i hope that you enjoy and let's just go ahead and get into this episode So first things first, we need to talk about creating your journaling setup. And the reason why I created my own journaling setup is because it gets me in the right mind frame and it also inspires me to want to sit down and journal because the way that I look at journaling is it's an act of doing the inner work. And if you know anything about doing the inner work, it's not always fun or pleasant if ever. Having to do a lot of deep thinking and touching on things that you rather not touch on and by having a very intentional and inspiring journaling setup it motivates me to actually sit down every day and do some journaling the first step in creating your journaling setup is to choose your journaling style so i have two preferred methods that i like to journal first being the old-fashioned way you know pen to paper there's just something so therapeutic about journaling your thoughts onto paper and having it be a physical thing. I also sometimes journal on my computer. I have the app Notion. If you aren't familiar with it, it's just basically a very great app to stay organized. It's very, very versatile. If you aren't familiar with it, I definitely suggest watching some YouTube videos on it. It's kind of confusing in the beginning, but anyways, I have a little section in the app Notion, which you can access on your computer or on your phone, where I journal. And I use both methods interchangeably. It honestly just depends on what I feel like using that day. However, what I will say is when it comes to my morning routine journaling, I always, always use my physical journal. So step one in creating your journaling setup is to choose in what way you would like to journal. Step two is to create your vibe, create the environment. So the vibe can be whatever you want it to be. When I'm journaling, I like the vibe to be very relaxing and very calming. I like to ensure I'm in a mood where I can stay focused on journaling. I like to journal in my room on my bed almost always unless I'm at a coffee shop or something like that. And also if my boyfriend is home, I will let him know, hey, I'm about to journal. So please don't interrupt me because when I'm journaling, I like to be focused just solely on that. The way that I create my vibe is I love having music playing in the background. More times than not, what I will have playing is some lo-fi music that's currently like my favorite go-to type of music to have playing when I'm journaling sometimes I'll put on relaxing spa music maybe if I'm journaling in the evening time and I'm about to go to bed 
that really helps me you know to unwind sometimes i'll have coffee type of music playing but more often than not it's hip-hop lo-fi music and there's actually a playlist on youtube that continuously plays forever so i usually have that going on and then i always love to have some aromatherapy going on so right before i'll either use a room spray right now i'm actually using a sandalwood eucalyptus room spray and it smells so good i'm about to spray it right now oh i don't know if you heard that but that's usually what i use or i will turn on my diffuser or i will have a candle it really just depends but any form of aromatherapy for me really creates that vibe that i'm looking for i also like to have a drink with me whether it's a warm lemon water in the morning or an iced coffee or if i'm journaling in the evening time I will make myself like a warm um, tea that helps me to also relax and unwind. So pretty simple things that I do to create my vibe and my journaling setup. But these things really create that environment for me and it really inspires me to want to journal. And it also has just become like a sacred self-care act for me doing these little steps and getting in that right mind frame that adjust of my journaling setup and how to create your own i'd love to hear what your journaling setup entails if you feel like sharing with me feel free to dm me so now that that's out of the way i want to talk about the really important part which is the different journaling methods that i use and the journaling prompts so when it comes to journaling it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all or as simple as you may think it is there are so many different journaling methods and prompts that i have used over time and for different reasons so whether you need help gaining self-awareness or maybe you need to release some limiting beliefs you need to shift your mindset maybe do some inner child healing I'm pretty much going to cover all of the different journaling journaling methods that I use frequently. And I'm going to share with you when I use what journaling methods and what each journaling method is best used for and also the exact journal prompts and questions that I ask myself. And all of the different journaling methods and journaling prompts are also included in the worksheet that I talked about. Just so you have a reference, on hand at all times so the very first journaling method that i love to use is what i call brain dumping and i use brain dumping when i tend to feel really overwhelmed stressed or disorganized or when i have lots of thoughts and ideas roaming in my mind and i need to kind of make sense of everything brain dumping is exactly how it sounds it's the act of dumping everything that is on your brain onto paper or your laptop or whatever form of journaling you're doing and i usually do brain dumping at the beginning or end of every week and month because that's kind of usually around the time where i have a lot of ideas you know in my mind and a lot of thoughts going around so brain dumping is probably the simplest form of journaling that i'm going to be talking about today so what i do is i literally just write down whatever thoughts come to my mind with brain dumping there's no structure there's no real method it's literally just the first thought that comes to your mind you write it down the next thought you write it down you don't even think about it it doesn't have to make sense it's just basically making a list of all of the thoughts and ideas that are in your mind so an example of brain dumping could look like bullet point make doctor's appointment next bullet 
point, brainstorm YouTube ideas. Next bullet point, check emails, journal how I'm feeling later, go over grocery list, so on and so forth. I love brain dumping because afterwards I always feel so much more mentally clear and less stress. And usually after I brain dump, I organize all of my thoughts by then adding certain things to where they need to go. So whether it's adding those things on a to-do list or in my calendar or actually crossing those things off it really helps me to like i said be mentally clear and actually take action on those things so definitely recommend brain dumping for when you are feeling stressed overwhelmed or just mentally clouded second journaling method that i practice is what i call the inner child healing method i've actually shared this specific method on previous podcast episodes i can't quite remember which one it is but i'll reshare it here first off i use the inner child healing journaling method when i feel i need to reprogram or heal an inner childhood or inner child wound that is coming up for me or when i feel it's necessary for me to forgive someone who hurt me in my childhood or even myself this is great to use when you need to give your inner child what it was never given so whether that was love or permission to believe in yourself or words of encouragement things like that what i do and have found to be most effective when it comes to inner child's healing journaling is creating your setup like we talked about which every journaling method that i'm going to be sharing the first step is obviously always creating the setup but after i do that i love to have a photo of my younger self nearby having a photo of my younger self really helps me to tap into that version of myself and what she was feeling and thinking and going through at that at that time and just a little disclaimer it may be a little bit triggering or it may be very deep and heavy healing this is probably the most healing um journaling method that i practice so just an fyi be prepared to cry your eyes out and really touch on really heavy heavy things so anyways once i set up the questions and prompts that i like to ask myself go in this particular order so i usually like to start off with asking myself in what way is my inner child hurting right now what is she feeling and that could be feeling neglected feeling unloved alone hurt whatever i happen to be feeling And after I kind of get clear on that, I then ask myself, who hurt my inner child slash my younger self or who made me feel this way? And it could be a specific incident that's making me, that made me feel that way, a memory, a person, or it could be a multitude of things. It really just depends on what I'm experiencing at that specific moment. I then ask myself, how can I release this thing a little bit right now? And the last and final question that I tend to ask myself is what does my inner child or my younger self need to know? What does she need to understand or what does she need to hear right now? And how can I give that to her right now? So this part is what I like to call a letter to my younger self. So usually the way that I go about this is dear younger Jasmine and I will literally say and write everything that I feel feel that version of myself needed to know and needed to understand and needed to hear and I just give her that permission or give her whatever it was that she was not given at that age and 
whew, the amount of healing that I've done with this specific journaling method has been like amazing. It's super therapeutic, super healing. Um, and like I said, be prepared to feel the feels and touch into things that you probably forgot about. It really does help to tap into those things that you've forgotten or things that you wish you could forget. But ultimately, it really is helpful in healing those inner childhood wounds. The third journaling method is rewiring your mindset so when to use this specific journaling method i would say whenever you feel stuck or stagnant in any way or when you can sense something is holding you back from doing something or whenever you're experiencing any level of self-doubt or fear or if you're experiencing self-love self-worth type of issues basically anything that has to do with your mindset and your beliefs so this journaling method is really going to help work through your blocks your limiting beliefs your fears your self-doubt all of that the journaling prompts and questions that i like to ask myself when i'm using this specific journaling method is i first like to start by asking myself what blocks limiting beliefs or fears are coming up for me right now and in what way and i like to clearly list them out and get clear on what they are so it could be for example i am feeling unworthy or i am feeling afraid or insecure or whatever is coming up for me i clearly just write it out i'm not focused on shifting my thoughts yet i'm not focused on letting them go i'm just focusing on getting honest with myself as to what blocks limiting beliefs and fears are coming up for me and then the next question that i like to ask myself are how are these blocks lim limiting beliefs or fears sabotaging my growth right now for example if i said i am feeling unworthy i would obviously ask myself how is feeling or thinking that i'm unworthy sabotaging my growth that could be like it's stopping me from starting my business it's stopping me from creating the career that i actually want to be doing and living the life that i want to be living and it's stopping me from doing things that i actually want to do so after i get clear on that i then ask myself where did these thoughts beliefs fears come from who what made me believe this this is to help you recognize that whatever limiting beliefs or fears or self-doubt or whatever you have somebody gave that to you whatever thoughts feelings and beliefs you're subscribed to are not yours you were not born believing these things about yourself someone something an incident your childhood your family your friends somebody or something made you believe these things or they pushed these beliefs onto you and you've subconsciously chosen to subscribe to these limiting beliefs and fears and blocks so once you're kind of able to recognize where they actually stem from i will tell myself something along the lines of i choose to unsubscribe to the thoughts slash ideas beliefs blocks of fill in the blank so it could be a feeling unworthy a feeling ugly of believing i'm dumb or believing something's not possible for me whatever that is i choose to unsubscribe from that they are no longer mine to hold and instead i choose to subscribe to the ideas beliefs thoughts 
of fill in the blank and usually it's the exact opposite of what you are currently feeling and then i create those new beliefs and practice them as affirmations because here's the thing just because you tell yourself i choose to subscribe to something differently it doesn't mean that you're automatically gonna believe it because what's important to recognize is whatever limiting beliefs fears or blocks that you currently have you've probably been believing these things for years and years and years your new beliefs are not going to change overnight you have to actively and consciously work on shifting these beliefs every single day and the way that you do that is by first recognizing what they are and then creating these new affirmations and practicing them daily that is exactly how i shifted my mindset from thinking i am unworthy i am not deserving of having a successful business creating my dream life is impossible i i once had these exact thoughts and beliefs and i was able to shift them into i am so worthy i am so deserving of everything that i deserve and then some i am deserving of living in abundant luxurious beautiful life doing exactly what i love getting paid for what i love to do and you know living a life of freedom and that is on my terms and i truly believe those things now and but the only way that i was able to truly believe these things was by practicing these affirmations until it became my natural state of thinking how i like to end this journaling method is by asking myself how can i begin to embody these new beliefs and thoughts so let's say your new belief and thought is that you love yourself unconditionally okay how can you begin to physically energetically mentally embody that belief of loving yourself unconditionally and begin embodying that now the next journaling method is what i call the getting in tune with yourself journaling method so when to use this method is when you are either feeling ungrounded and kind of mentally all over the place when you can maybe sense something is wrong or bothering you but maybe you aren't clear on what it is or why it's bothering you or when you just feel out of touch with yourself and with your intuition so my journaling prompts for this method i have a lot actually um so i first like to start off by asking myself how am i truly feeling right now a lot of times when we are out of touch with our intuition we are out of touch with how we're actually feeling so starting with this question is super super important and then i ask myself why am i feeling this way when did i start feeling this way what triggered this feeling once i get clear on that i then ask myself what is really going on here what i have found by doing this journaling method is a lot of times what's bothering us or what's triggering us is not actually the problem and it's actually much deeper than that and doing this specific journaling method helps you to get to the root of what actually is bothering you so let's say i ask myself how am i truly feeling right now and i answer i feel unloved or appreciated and then i ask myself why am i feeling this way i may some may say something along the lines of uh, <clears throat> um because my partner didn't say thank you when i cooked him dinner 
why did him not saying thank you make me feel unloved or unappreciated i'd probably say something like because i deserve to be thanked for my efforts that is then when i will ask myself okay what's really going on here what's actually bothering me right i do deserve to be thanked for my efforts but does him not saying thank you mean he doesn't love or appreciate me and i'll answer my own question and i'll say like of course not that doesn't mean i'm unloved or unappreciated so then i would ask why does him not saying thank you really make me feel that way and usually when i ask this question i will then get to the root of why i actually feel unloved and unappreciated and an example of this would be could be because i was never shown love or appreciation growing up as a kid whenever i would do nice things etc so by then i would continue having this conversation with myself until i get to the root of why i actually feel the way that i do okay you may not get to the root of why you feel the way that you do the first time you ask yourself to continue to ask yourself why 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 until you finally get to the root of it if you ask yourself why enough times you will find the root cause of what is truly making you feel the way that you are feeling and once i get to the root cause i usually end it by asking myself okay what do i know to be true and what control do i have over the situation and what can i do about this right now so in terms of feeling unloved and unappreciated because my partner didn't say thank you when i cooked him dinner what i know to be true is that my partner actually does love and appreciate me and he shows me in so many different ways he shows me in the way that he treats me and all the things that he does for me and the way that he takes care of me and what i know to be true is just because someone doesn't say thank you one time it doesn't mean that they don't love me and what control i have over the situation is i can have a conversation with my partner and say hey you didn't say thank you and i made you dinner and it made me feel unloved and i know that you love me but i appreciate being told thank you or showing appreciation when i do things like cook dinner and the last and final journaling method that i use all the time is the clarity and guidance journaling method so when to use this specific method is when you need clarity or guidance obviously um maybe when you need to make a decision and you're kind of struggling on what decision to make or if you're just feeling stuck uninspired or lost in any way first thing i like to ask myself is what am i feeling called to do say go etc and what feels like the best choice for me i'm going to use the example of quitting my day job because i actually use this journaling method when i was deciding to quit my day job when i was kind of feeling hesitant and stuck with making that decision i asked myself what am i feeling called to do and i said to quit my day job the next um, question that I asked myself is what's stopping me from quitting my day job and my answer was fear and I asked myself what am I afraid of what am I afraid will happen if I quit and I think I said something along the lines of I'm afraid I it, that it will be a mistake or that I won't succeed in my business or that I'm you know making the wrong choice whatever my fear was at that time 
And then I asked myself, what is the best possible case scenario here? And I think my answer was the best possible case scenario is that I, you know, go full time in my business and I start to really thrive in my business and take it to that next level. And I start to work with my ideal clients and I start to make X amount of money a month and X, Y, and Z. The next question to ask yourself is, how will I feel if I do make this decision and how will I feel if I don't? This is where you take into consideration the pros and cons and what will happen if you do or don't make this decision. So I think I said, if I don't make this decision, I will continue to feel frustrated. I will continue to kind of hold myself back and not take my business full time or take it as seriously as I want it to be. I will continue to feel stuck and stagnant. And I think for what will happen if I do make this decision and what will I feel, I said I will feel nervous but excited. I will be taking the next step in my career. I will be, you know, be able to produce more content. I will take myself more seriously. I may elevate my financial situation. It's real this question is really important because it will make you really take into consideration how impactful and important this decision that you're facing is. The last question that I like to ask myself is, okay, what would the most best, highest version of myself do right now? How would she go about this situation? What would she do? What would she say? And do that thing. Because the best, highest version of yourself always knows what's best for you and will never steer you wrong. And if you ask yourself from that perspective, it will really help you gain clarity on what decision direction you need to go in. And there you have it, loves. These are some of the most powerful journaling methods that I practice on a daily basis. Emphasis on daily. That is the thing with these simple habits such as journaling, meditation, doing your morning routine. The habits in itself are very, very simple things. But when you do them consistently they produce huge transformative results, life-changing results. And my current reality is living proof of that. I am living my dream life and I know I wouldn't have gotten here and gotten this far had I not implemented these journaling methods in my life. And I just hope that this episode inspires you to begin implementing journaling in your life in a more consistent and intentional way basis so and don't forget to download the free worksheet that goes along with this episode it has like i said all of the journaling methods that i just talked about it has all of the notes of when to use them and what journal prompts and questions to ask yourself for each specific journaling method if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to screenshot this episode post it on your instagram tag me in it and also leave an itunes review if you haven't already it just helps the podcast get discovered by more people so thank you so much for listening i hope that you enjoyed and as always until next time remember to just glow with it
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.